Hallelujah. What, what, what kind of cookie was it he giving up? Five keys? I don't. You know, it's it's funny how man, it's, my mind is all over. I mean, you know, my heart, my mind is all over, over the place because um, I've been working on a message all week, you know. And Phil I was talking to Pastor Phil, and he gave me an idea. I was going to talk about uh, how music, different instruments. Remember, we said how different instruments work together in fellowship. Everyone's interest is taken into account. I was going to play uh, uh, Beethoven's Fifth in C minor. <laughs> Leonard Bernstein, he was, I was going to have him play it with it. You know, the one that goes, dun, 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 and you know, all those different instruments working together, I was going to have it play and like, man, how, and, and, and then uh, yesterday the Lord just said, nope, I'm going to do something else. I'm like, I got nervous. I, I, I got to call it texting Pastor Jeff. Y'all help me. The Lord changed the subject. I need a urim and a thurim. I was asking, you know, like, what do I do? You know what I mean? I got two days, but you know what? Hey, if the Lord changed the message, then he can do it. I mean, he, that's okay, right? Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a praise. One more praise, man. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, amen. I told them to pray for me, so if it doesn't go well, it's their fault. They didn't pray for me. Okay. Turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter 11, verse 1. <laughs> you know, and I, I thank God. I'm serious, man. When he changed it, I was driving and he changed the man. I, I, I started crying. I did. I'm like, man, you, you still speak to me, Lord. You know, <laughs> you still talk to me. You still touch my heart. You know what I mean? Because, you know, sometimes, you know, we get in those places, those dry places. You know, the Lord has to test everything in your heart. You know what I mean? Sometimes you don't feel him. He's there. But you don't feel him. Oh, man, where's my power? Hey, he's there, man. Just like, hey, keep pushing through. You know, and then when you get these things, and you're like, oh, Lord, I knew you were there. Thank you, Jesus. So anyway, let me go. I want to I I say this much in this much time. So let me get to it. Genesis chapter 11. Now, I was going to read one verse, but I'm going to go ahead and just read the whole thing. It says, now the whole world had one language and a common speech. Somebody say one language. Somebody say common speech. Okay, it says, as people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. They said, come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the people were building. The Lord said, if as one people speaking the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from all over the earth, and they stopped, scattered them from there over all the earth, and they stopped building the city. That is why they... that. That is why it is called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole world. From there, the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. Let's pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for everything that you have done in my life, everything that you've done in the lives of, of the people of, this, of your congregation and this church in this city, my God. 
I pray, Lord, that you continue, Lord, to do a work. Remove me, my God, and let your words speak, my God. We thank you for this opportunity to learn from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, you know, I have a few favorite books in the Bible. I, I, I will say, well, well favorite. I, I, can, I say that because I love the whole Bible, but there are just some books that I read a lot. And so when you look back, like, you know, I, I'm always in that book. And one of the books that I read a lot is Proverbs. I just love it, man. I mean, ever since I was a kid, I remember my mom, I, I said this word, she used, to let, she used to, before I go to bed, she's always had me read a proverb. And, and, and that's how it was, you know, I was like, wow. And it stuck with me, you know, and I, I love the wisdom. Another book is Psalms. Love, I'm a worshiper. Love the Psalms, man. Love to, to uh, you know, I know Tommy, when he preached, he always preaches out of the Psalms, worshipers, you know, love the Psalms, you know. And another book, my, another one of my favorite is Genesis, man. I love Genesis. I love reading it. I love listening to it. My wife, she said, you know, let me, I'm driving, let me listen to it. Remember I told you about listening to your, to your word? It's good. She just was like, wow. You know, she was telling me, man, did you trip off of that? Man, look, this happened. You know, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, it, it's a good, because it's a book of beginnings. You know, I love the book of beginnings. It's just the beginning of things. I love it. Read it, man. It's a good book. It's a book, and it's how things came into being. You know what I mean? Like God created the heavens and the earth. He created light and darkness, the plants of the field, the beasts of the field, the fowls of the air, the seas, the mountains. You know what I mean? He just created all these things. He created man. Book of beginnings, man. Also, it's a book of first, you know. The first time this happened, you know. Um, it, it, it just talks, you know, the first blessing, you know. When Genesis 1 to it, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth and subdue it you know first blessing the first marriage you know the first lie <laughs> you know, the first sin <laughs> the first divine curse you know the first messianic prophecy the first pain of childbirth you know labor thistles murder death you know the first everything <laughs> this is the first time this has happened <laughs> you know what i mean it's, I, i'm like wow that's a trip you know i love it man just the first of things like in the first city, you know, the first city in Genesis 4, 17, it says Cain knew his wife and she conceived and bore Enoch. When he built a city, he, he called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. You know, he, first city that was built, you know. And also in, in Genesis, you read on why things are the way they are. You know, why we have to work and sweat, you know what I mean? You know, why, you know, women have the different kinds of pains and cramps that men don't have. I'm telling you, my wife, she says, I can't wait to get to heaven. Why? To see the pearly gates? No. Why? To see Jesus? No. What? So I can slap Eve upside her head. It's her fault. <laughs> you know, pains, childbirth, you know, it's, the, you know, it's her fault. Excuse me, Jesus, I'll be back. I want to boot, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, you know, she said that many times, you know, I, you know, it's why things are the way they are. Read Genesis. I'm telling you, you'll figure like, oh, that's why. Why we're here, you know, in a fallen world, you know, things happened in Genesis. Things happened at the beginning. And you'll understand why things happen the way they are. So I love Genesis, man. Love reading it. 
you know. So read it. Now, now this story takes place after the flood. You know, men, remember it says, uh, this verse, you know, men, everything men thought about was wicked all the time, you know. <laughs> and God said, you know what, I'm going to just wipe everything out. And, you know, he had Noah and the ark. And it was a new beginning. You know, after that, the flood wiped out the wicked. Now, here's another start. You know, and then after the start, you know, people <laughs> just start multiplying again. You had Nimrod, you know, the mighty hunter on the earth. He built Babylon, more cities, you know, cities. <laughs> they start building cities, you know. And, you know, and, and that's what it says here in verse 3. It says, come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. What a reason to build a city so you can make a name for yours. What, how much, look, what's so prideful? You know what I mean? So you can make a name. You know, the first builders of cities, they were not men of the best character or reputation. You know what I mean? You see their motive. You know, me. I want people to remember my name. Me, me. They didn't say nothing about building it for God or his glory. No, we want to make a name for ourselves. We want to, it seems like that same satanic, well, I want to ascend up to heaven, you know, make it up to the heavens. I don't know. I, I don't know how true this is, but some people think, you know, the space program is trying to, you know, trying to get to heaven, you know, all of a sudden, boom, you know. <laughs> ah, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm just saying, are we still building our, you know, our towers to heaven? Trying to, I don't know, but look at the motive behind these cities, you know, these builders of cities. You know, God's people were content, you know, to live in tents and everything, but uh, these cities were built by rebels, man, people that rebelled against God. They wanted to be in a city. They wanted to stay together. He said, be fruitful, multiply, go cover the earth. Nah, we want to stay right here. It's not what God said. <laughs> it's not what God told you to do. Man, so they said, come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches the heavens so we can make a name for ourselves. What a motive. Man, but chapter 5 right here says, But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower that people were building. Man, I got to stop right there. The Lord came down. I mean, he didn't like was in heaven like, what? Would, nah, he came down. He had to come. Man, let me see what these heathens are doing, man. I got to come down. He left his throne. I mean, I know he said, oh, man, you can't take the Bible literal. Okay, that's what it says. It says he came down. Like, I got to come. <laughs> come on, man. He had to come down and see this. But are my eyes deceiving me? You know what I mean? That's heavy to me that the Lord came down. I mean, he's all powerful, but he came down. <laughs> what are these heathens doing? <laughs> I got to see this up close and personal. I don't know. That right there is just like, man, there was something going on that was so catastrophic <laughs> that he had to come down from heaven. Like, I'd be back. You know what I mean? He just said a poem when Jesus came back. I get that's when he said, well, who did you lead? You know, he comes back. <laughs> he came down. I don't know. I just was like, wow. 
It must have been really serious for him to come down and leave all that glory to come down and check it out. I, I just have to like, wow, what are those heathens doing? <laughs> you know, you know, now this next part really gets me right here. This is, this is it right here. This is just like, <laughs> you know, it says, verse 6. Well, let's, just, let's just read verse 6 right here. Look, it says, the Lord said, now this is what he said when he came down, like probably standing next to a tree, way in the back looking at him. He said, if as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Oh, y'all ain't gonna take off your shoe? We standing on holy ground right now, right? Nobody gonna take off your shoes? Come, I mean, come on, man, that's, that's some powerful, did you see, hear what I just read? Come, well, hold on, y'all didn't hear it. I think, I think we need to sing, huh? sing this with me. We are standing on holy ground. Come on, you know that? And I know that there are angels all around. Let us praise Jesus now. We are standing in his presence on holy ground. Come on, man, once you read that, man, what did he tell Moses? Take off your shoes. You standing on holy ground. Come on. This is what God said. If as one people speak in the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Do you understand what God just declared about mankind? I'm talking about the ramifications and the implications of this declaration. You know what I mean? Do you understand the potential that we possess from what God said right here? He said that nothing they plan to do will be impossible. Nothing they plan to do, nothing these people will, that plan, whatever they plan, it won't, be, it won't be impossible. They can do anything. Why? Because they're together. They're speaking the same language. They're talking to each other in the same language. They're speaking the same language. Think about that. Man, somebody say, but wait, they're doing something bad so it doesn't apply to us. Yes, it does. It applies to humans. I mean, you remember when Jesus was casting out demons? And, he, and they was like, oh, man, you casting out demons by Beelzebub, Satan. And what did he say? He said, what? You stupid. Can Satan cast out Satan? You know what I mean? And he said, a house divided will surely fall. Okay, that statement right there, does that only applies to Satan's kingdom? No. It applies to everything. Think about it. A house divided will fall. A church divided will fall. A family divided will fall. A heart divided will fall. It means you can apply it. He spoke a truth. 
Even though he was talking about that, it applies. Imagine that. Now think about this. If he said that about people who are doing something bad, you know, is that one people speaking the same language, they, be, they begun to do this, then nothing they plan will be impossible for them. If he said that about people doing something bad, imagine the things we can accomplish doing good. Think about that. If we do something good, all of us speaking the same language, where does that language come from? It should come from God. It comes from the scripture. It comes from our leaders. It comes from each other. We want God to come down from heaven to 310 East Arbor Vita, and we want him to say, what are them heathens doing? <laughs> You know, and then when he gets down there, he's going to come all the way down, right? He might be standing over there by the car wash. <laughs> you know what I mean? He'll come down and he'll say, what are they doing? And you know what this, he's going to see? He said, wait a minute. They're proclaiming good news to the poor, freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight to the blind, setting the oppressed free. They're having cold red. They're having rallies, world conferences, youth takeovers. They're hitting the streets. They're reaching. They're restoring. They're re redirecting lives for the honor and glory of Jesus Christ. That's what they're doing. Come on, give them some praise and glory. That's what they're doing. That's what he's going to see. He's going to see us doing something good. And he's going to say, one people speaking the same language, they've begun to do this. Nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Amen? Amen. Wow. That's what I want to hear. In a positive way. When we all understand each other. When we all understand each other, we're more likely to love one another. We're more capable to help one another. That's when we understand each other. Hebrews 10, 24 says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward good love, on towards love and good deeds. Amen? There are so many great things that you and I can do for God individually. But there are greater things that we can do for God together. Amen? So I want to challenge you this month in growing in fellowship. There's a few things that this month, I want to challenge some of you. It's a challenge. Some of you, it's not. First of all, I want to challenge you that after service, come to the back. <laughs> come to the fellowship. It's called a fellowship hall, right? <laughs> come to the back. You know what? I, I understand that we're not dogmatic. <laughs> we're not strict. You have to come to the back or you're not saved. No, 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 come on. Because I understand. Sometimes we have things we have to do after church. You know, all sometimes, oh, man, I have to go. Sometimes we have work on, on Friday and Sunday. Sometimes we have things to do. We have family members. I understand that. But not all the time. I mean, you, even if you commit to, you know, once a month, I'm going to stay back and I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to even once a month. And maybe, oh, you know what, twice a month. Okay, three times a month. Okay, I'll do it. You know, I don't know. But just a challenge to 
And this is called growing in fellowship. I mean, what better way to try to grow is to fellowship. <laughs> you know? Like I said, we're not dogmatic and like strength. No, no, no. I, because I understand. And I pray. I don't know who pastor preached on Sunday. Pray to God puts on his heart to say the same thing. You know, hey, you know what? <laughs> Challenge you <laughs> to come to the back. Come in fellowship. You know? Um, and, 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 and it's, it's different things that can come out of that that's, uh, that's positive. Okay, but I understand. If you're not a gregarious person, gregarious means you love company. And it means that you, you, know, you like to be sociable. If that's not, you're not a person like that, uh, just, just, just uh, that, that's why it's a challenge. Just try it. Commit to once a month or twice or on Fridays or Sundays. And, and, and you, you'll learn godly language. You can learn godly language and you can offer godly language to plan something great, to build his kingdom. You know, that's what can happen. We've had conversations back there that we've planned things all the time. Sometimes in the back, we get together. Hey, let's try to what? Yeah, let's. Wow. And we do it. <laughs> Just didn't plan it, didn't think we're going to go back there and do it, and we come out doing something great for God. It's happened. It's happened. It's real. Also, you may go back there and, and help somebody. You can't. Look, Proverbs 12, 25 says, anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. How do you know God isn't telling you to go back there to give someone a kind word? Just a kind word of somebody who's struggling, somebody who's getting beat down by life, beat down by finances, just anxiety, anxious, anxiety. And all of a sudden, the Bible says a kind word, that you may go back there and get a kind word from someone. How do you know you may can help someone from fellowship? That's what this month is, growing in fellowship. Man, we could do something awesome for God. You know, and, and before you, uh, you know, go back there and say anything or offer anything, do this first. Say a prayer. Say a prayer from Psalms 1914. Write that down. Psalms 1914. And this is what it says. It says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Come on now. That's a prayer before we say anything, because you know what? If it's acceptable to God, then that's the language I want to hear. Talk to me. <laughs> Talk to me. Let's plan it out. Let's plan it out. Because you've already <laughs> made let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, let it be acceptable to you. Because if it's acceptable to God, yes, come on. Let me hear it. Let's plan it. Let's do it. Right. Once again, remember, when we all understand each other, we're more likely to love one another and capable. You're capable of helping. But you don't know how to help if you don't talk, if you don't listen. If you, Man, it's powerful. Nothing that we do or plan will be impossible. I mean, that is just like a, oh man, like really? 
<laughs> hey, let's test that out. <laughs> let's come together in unity and start speaking the same language, the same, you know what I mean? We can try that. Let's do that. Because you know what? That's the thing about it. When Satan sees us doing something good and building the kingdom, he'll try to come, you know, and he'll try to confuse our language. You know what I mean? He wants the church of Babel <laughs> with gossip and misunderstanding and communication gaps and bad advice. You know what I mean? Now he wants to start messing with our language. He wants to try to confuse us and scatter us on the face of the earth. Uh uh, devil, you lying devil. No. That's why we have to recognize the enemy and stop him in his tracks. You know, I'm telling you, I remember years ago, man, I remember, man, uh, a wise man told me this. <laughs> a wise man named Ben Hernandez, right? I went to him. I, <laughs> I remember he was back there doing the sound. I said, Ben, hey, man, did you hear about whoop de whoop what he did? And you know what he told me? I don't know, and I don't want to know. <laughs> man, I never forgot that. I never forgot that, man. Come on, let's give him some That's the key. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I never forgot that, man. <laughs> you know, I felt stupid. Like, man, I'm a gossiper. <laughs> hey, I, be honest, man. Be real. Uh-uh. Don't come. Don't come to me with that. <laughs> That's how we got to be. Hey, brother, don't come to me with that. You know what I mean? Why you even feel comfortable coming to me like that? I, I, I tell you what, go, go try to go to him with that. <laughs> you, know, you won't feel comfortable. He'll make you, uh, uh I don't, I don't know and I don't want to know. That's heavy. That was heavy to me, man. That, I, you see, I never forgot it. Every time I think about, hey, you know what goes in my mind? I don't know and I don't want to know. Shut up, man. It ain't none of your business. Mind your business. Pray for the brother. Don't talk about what he did, you know what I mean? Come on, man, I don't know I don't want to hear all that. Once again, I, already, I said this before I heard, I listened, that's what I'm saying, that's that same language. I hear, I, I learn from all of you, those of you who come up here preaching, those of you who I talk to in the back, I do, I learn from you. I remember it, it helps me, it edifies me, it does. That's why I remember when Pastor, when Pastor Kevin said, you know, people come to me, see, Pastor, you know, she sent me this picture. Look, look, hey, brother, hey, look, man, I don't want to, I take your word for it. I'm the gatekeeper of my mind. You're not going to have me giving me images and stuff. I'm trying to sleep like, Ugh. you know, you're not going to do that to me. I don't want to see it. Well, read this. See what he, I don't want, okay. Look, I'll take your word for it. I like that. I never forgot that. He said, I'm the gatekeeper of my mind. I don't have to allow trash. I don't care if you tell me, for example, look at this. No, I don't want to see your example. Just, okay, it's bad. You know? Okay, okay, you can turn it off. Stop looking at it, brother. Why are you staring at it? <laughs> brother, you, that should have been deleted. Come on, man. That's real. Man, the Bible says don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Come on, man. This, I mean, wow. <sighs> Nothing that we plan to do 
will be impossible. What are some things that we can do for this city? Man, we're here in the city right now. Man, we're in a city that we can do great things, greater things for the Lord, because we're doing good. Imagine, let the Lord come down and see what we're doing. See what we're doing in this city. We're not trying to make a name for ourselves. We're making a name for God Almighty. Amen. Just imagine that. We have it. We have the goods. We're, we're here, man. God has placed us here in this position, in this city at this time for such a time as this. I mean, even with families, man, I've talked to my, my daughters, my son. I have grandkids now. And, and my prayer is like, can we all get on the same page can we all speak the same language man i mean come on man we i mean we're all we we grew up together we're here in this church can we all speak the same language can we get on can we let go of our petty differences i don't like him you know what i mean and sometimes if a brother or sister is in error in their belief or whatever, let's not down them, mock them, criticize them. Let's pull them to the side and explain the, the scriptures and gospel. And let's explain, like, look, this is the way, this this is what this means. And this is, you know what I mean? I forgot who it was, man. Was, was it Philip or the guy, the Egypt, Egyptian or something? Uh, remember that? Ethiopian or something? He explains, like, he was reading the book, like, I'm vexed, man. I don't understand what this means. Like, man, let me explain this to you. That's what we should do to each other. We should explain the scriptures. This, you know, we have leaders here, not only just the pastors, man, we have the other theologians. Everyone's really a theologian. Just because it sounds theologian. No, you're a theologian. You are. We all can come together and talk about this and, and discuss it and communicate and understand each other. We can, each and every one of us here tonight. And like I said, I just want to challenge you, man, this month, you know, try, you know, come out of, sometimes we got to come out of our comfort zone. You know, Linda told me that at the uh, 4th of July. I said, man, fellowship, Randall, it's wisdom. You can pick up wisdom. You can pick up wisdom and help from people that, that's been through what you've been through, you know. And once again, I'm not downing nobody who leaves right after church. I understand things happen sometimes you know you have to but when you can <laughs> when you really don't have anything to do just come to the back talk to someone you haven't talked to before that's what i'm gonna try i'm looking around who haven't i really talked to let me find it. and you'll be just that's man when caitlin was saying that like wow i talked to pastor i didn't know that really is that right <laughs> you know what i mean you don't know until you you take the time you take the time, and that's what this month is about. It's about fellowship. And look what could come from fellowship, man. Look at what God said about people coming together and speaking the same language. Go ahead and stand with me. <clears throat> man, this is, I don't know, man. I just feel like I feel so inadequate when it comes to the scripture 
and God and, and because it, this is just so powerful. It's like I want to see, I want, I want to do this. I want to, I want to be able to do this with you. <laughs> I want us to do it together. I don't know, there's different sections and different people, there's different, you know, if, if just this section, like we're gonna get together and do something great for God, nothing impossible. If this, if we all come together in unity, you know, the Bible starts in a garden, but it ends in a city. Think about that. Now you have to read the whole Bible to see if what I'm talking about is true. <laughs> you hear what I said? The Bible starts in a garden, and it ends in a city. So now you have to read from Genesis to Revelation. Okay, I'm, I'm going to see if he's true. Read the whole Bible and <laughs> see if what I'm telling you is true. That's, that's a trip. You know, Hebrews 11.10 says, Abraham was looking forward to the city that has foundations whose designer and builder is God. Man, imagine looking for that city. That city is here. <laughs> that city is Inglewood. <laughs> Come on, man. Whose builder and designer is God. I know Pastor Kevin, he busted me up when he goes out to places. He said, yeah, I'm coming from the city of Inglewood. You may know it as the promised land. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, hey, man. We said we're, we're, we're God walked with man, you know, he came and walking through the garden, you know. We want God to come. And we want God, hey God, come come down here and see what we're doing. You know what I mean? Come down here and see what we're doing. We're, we're really trying, we, we really want your honor and your glory. We want to see lives change. We want to see families come back together. We want to see the oppressed go free, the, those who are marginalized, you know, those who are beat down, that's pushed aside. You know, those who people gave up on, said they'll never be nothing, you're no good. You know what, this is the place. This is the place right here, this altar right here, that we can come tonight and ask God to remove, you know, preconceived notions, remove anger, remove misunderstanding you may thought somebody looked at you crazy during greeting and now you don't like them I don't know but let's let you know what let's give everyone here a clean slate let's say you know what I forgive you please forgive me because what God is talking about right here <laughs> about that nothing that we plan to do will be impossible man let's do that let's try that Man, wow. You know, I'm going to end it with this scripture right here. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. It says, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and that there be no divisions among you but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. Wow. Oh, Father, we come to you right now. Lord, we just ask, Lord, for, for first for your forgiveness, my God. For We want to clear our hearts and our minds of any clutter, anything that would hinder us 
from receiving this, this impossible gift that you're willing to give us. This thing that, that, that you're willing to do for us, that, that nothing that we plan, we can do some plans, we can make all kind of plans, but as united, nothing that we plan will be impossible. Oh God. You know, if the Lord has spoken to you tonight, please come forward. Come on, come out in the aisles, come to the altar right here. You can start with that prayer. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer, come to the altar. <clears throat> Hallelujah.